Welcome back to Happy Brain. My name is Sean Block. Today, I'm just having a real conversation with Victoria Rader. She is a possibilities coach. She, her list of accomplishments and things could really take up you know, five minutes here. So I'm going to put all the things that she does in uh, the show notes here. So you can read her bio if you really want to know all about her. But uh, she today, we have a conversation about a few things, but mainly I asked her about manifestation. I asked her about an experience that I had recently where I had this, this vision of having this family picture and it happened. And I asked her about what all that meant and why sometimes you feel so clear about something and something you know you need to do and why sometimes it's like that and, and how do we make that kind of thing happen more. So that's kind of what we uh, talked about today. We talked a little bit about universal law and 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 emotions and positivity. And we even threw in some Shakespeare in there. To be or not to be, that is the question. And you'll have to listen to find out what all that means. But thank you so much again for joining us. We try to make these episodes helpful. We want to learn something. And she is going to actually teach you a three-step process to manifest anything you want. She gave us her whole program today in about 15, in less than 10 minutes. So I took a lot of notes. So you're going to want to pay attention to that. So a lot going on in this episode. Really excited for it. And I want you to enjoy it. Enjoy and cheers. Actually, I had a real life scenario. I was wondering if I can get your expert opinion on. Yes. So speaking about my brother last week, we all gathered from my, at my brother's house. It was his 50th birthday last, last weekend. And coincidentally, it, my, our birthdays are four days apart. So my birthday was on Friday last week. So oh, the weirdest birthday. thing, thank you so much. Um, so the weirdest thing, like a few weeks ago, like I just had this vision, like, I don't know what happened, but I had this vision of a specific picture that I was going to take, like on this special place in Santa Cruz, like on the beach. I could picture like the, the background and I pictured exactly who I was going to be in the picture. And it really was important to me to have all these people because it was kind of a family reunion. We might not all be together again at that same, you know, again, my parents are older and things like that. So, um, so that image kind of came to me. And then about a week later, uh, my sister-in-law said, Sean, what do you want to do for your birthday? And I just had this feeling. I go, I know exactly what I want to do. I want to go to this picture at this time, actually at 7 p.m. I knew exactly what I wanted. I've never been so clear about anything in my life. And, and it happened. And I really wanted my sister-in-law's parents to be there because they've been part of the family. Anyway, everything came together and it was just, it was just magical. It was like perfect. And I felt like I manifested something. And I know you talk, you're the manifester, you're, you are a miracle manifester yourself. And you teach that as part of your work. Did I manifest that experience? You know, it depends on what you, I always tell people, what do you think manifesting is? If you think you're in charge and you make it happen, then that's control speaking and he, and word that ego needs healing, right? Okay. But I think it's your soul. To me, manifestation is very simple. It's tuning into the possibility of divine and moving the curtain away and being on the same frequency. And that is what happened for you, right? You stepped into the vision of what is aligned with the best and highest for you and for your family. Wow. You allowed the vision to pull you in. And that is how miracle is created. There's no force. There's just trust. And there is empowerment. Wow. I mean, it was such a small thing, but I, I, like I said, I've never, 
felt I usually, somebody says, what do you want to do for your birthday? Ah, it doesn't really matter. Let's just go out to dinner. Let's do this, whatever. And I just felt called. So, um, and I felt it emotionally. Like I felt like it, you know, it was like important, you know, I was like, I got to do this. Is that part of the whole thing of manifestation is feeling it? Yeah. You know, Sean, here's the beautiful thing. Uh, years ago, I read the book that was called The Five Regrets of the Dying. It was done by the Australian hospice nurse. And what she did was she just tr- took record of what was it that people were sad about on their deathbed. Do you know not one of them said, I wish I had a bad car? What a shocker. <laughs> mm. And so we are so blinded by non-essential and by faith, that we as humanity are creating a path of deep regret. And it's painful to watch it. And I think the beauty of the work that I do is to see somebody like you and to validate that, oh, no, no, it's not that it's not only not an important thing, it's the only important thing. Mm. Because nothing else matters. The relationship and the connection and love is the only thing that transcends this reality. Everything else is here to support it. And if we don't get it, to distract from it. That's amazing. So, so what did I do right? It, <laughs> yes. what, what, well, how, can I de- how can I deconstruct that? I want to oh, do that again. Oh, yes, let's deconstruct it. Let's deconstruct it gorgeously. Um, first, it's interesting that so serendipitously you brought in the age that you celebrated your 50th. Yes. That you're With my brothers, I, I'm 53. You're 53. Okay. So here's a beautiful thing about age. Um, I call it the half point. I haven't quite crossed it. I can't wait till I'm 50. And there is a reason why energetically, psychologically, biologically, because when you look at 5,000 years of Asian tradition, you know, of understanding how the bodies are created, energetically supported, Every seven years, there's a certain pattern or cycle that is set up in our development. In Eastern traditions, those cycles correspond to energy centers or chakra centers, right? It's just the language. I tell people, if we're not triggered by the language, we're all talking about the same thing. But if we're triggered by the language, you know, we really need the understanding. So the first seven years, if you look at a child, they're exploring physical they're exploring their physical body. They're learning to, I'm sorry, poop, to walk, to run, to talk. They are learning the physical on a very practical step. Here's an interesting thing that happens. During those seven years, if there is some physical trauma, it gets coded into the cellular reproduction. The cells are completely reproduced every seven years. And so uh, people have chosen when I say that if you were three, when you had like a a huge physical trauma, all of a sudden, every seven years, your body is seeking to heal it by repeating the scenario. And you either repeat the pattern or you release it. Well, what's the next seven years? Well, we all know teenage hormones. The next seven years is the emotions are coming in. We're learning how to work. Emotion is just energy in motion. You know, you walk into the room, you don't have to be an empath. You know when the room drains you or when it charges you. We use the energy language. The battery is drained or charged. We are human batteries. Our thoughts are electric. Our cardiograms are electric. Our feelings are magnetic. 
we are electromagnetic beings. So the energy in motion or emotion will either empower us or drain us. That's simple. So those next seven years, we go through emotion. The next seven is the mental development. Guess what? 21 is a big age. Not because somebody just made it up, but because through centuries of time, people started noticing that when we cross 21, our mental capacity is a little more clear than when we're 15, right? And so forth and so on. So you go every seven years of development, there is a different aspect of who we are that rotates through. There's seven chakras, seven aspects of development. By 49, we are born as a human being with spiritual experience. And then we get to either start releasing and enjoying life or repeating and degrading. So, you know, you go back to when you were four, 49 plus, plus uh, you're 53 plus four, uh, but 53 minus 49 is four. You go to when you were four and you will, you will receive a memory instantaneously of when as a little boy, you felt so thrilled to just see this one, this, this family. And as you perceived that or wanted that now, you got to create it. It's gorgeous. Just so that, gorgeous. That, that's amazing. So I was basically acting like a four-year-old boy. My four-year-old vision as a four-year-old what, what, what really excited me. So back to the, the manifestation, not yeah. negating anything that you're talking about here, because yeah. definitely on another show, we could probably go for two hours. And believe me, I've listened to a lot of your podcasts. There, there's a lot of Victoria Rader out there. So yeah, yeah. if you want to get deep, um, but um, for, for our time together, so this manifestation example, I was asking kind of like, how could we repeat that? How could somebody listening go, okay, you know, maybe I'm not too woo-woo yet and all this stuff, but okay, it kind of makes sense what you're saying. How, what kind of things do you need to get started in starting to manifest or get some of the things you want? Yeah, let's do, let's do very hands-on, very practical. Boringly gorgeous. Don't skip the steps. Okay. Okay. So, so, uh, number one, we don't manifest things because we don't know what we want. We pretend to know what we want. We want to please others with what we want. How do we know what we want? Okay. So it's the first step. And there are four questions that you get to turn the music on timer, three minutes to answer each question. So we're going to get what it is that you're ready to manifest because you cannot manifest what you think you want versus what you really want. That's huge. That is so freaking huge. Okay. So first question, music is on three minutes. What is it that I want? And write everything that you want, however unreasonable it is. What do I mean by however unreasonable it is? I had a client who said, I want, you know what? I want to stop smoking. I said, well, a part of you wants to stop smoking, but really a big part of you wishes that you could smoke and not have any health issues. Isn't that the truth? So this is room for unreasonable. This is room for, you know what I want? I want to not work and have money. I, whatever it is you think that you want, you're giving yourself permission not to have the faculty of reason suffocate what you want. Everything, three minutes, whatever comes through you. I want to eat donuts and be fit. Be create, do not suppress. This is not a time to suppress. So you've written it out. Once you are not suppressing your desires, however silly they were, you're going to go to the next question. Three minutes. What is it that I want the most? Now, 
you're not going to go back to the list you've created because we're now tapping to a deeper level of subconscious. The answers might come up that we're not even on the original list. What is it that I want the most? You're going to write that out. Then question number three, which outcomes do I want? If you have those things that you want the most, the outcomes is how would they make you feel? Which outcomes do you want? You're going to write them out. Finally, the fourth question, only having answered the other three, trust the process. Do not get people overachievers. Do them all. Okay. And that fourth question is, what is the outcome that I want the most? There's really one feeling that right at the moment you want the most. Mm. Once you have that, this is when the practice of manifestation begins. You're looking at that outcome before you go to bed every night. You say, assuming I already have this feeling in my life, what does my life look like? What is my home like? What is my family like? Because I am creating from this feeling, it's in my life already. And you've got to fall asleep with a smile on your face, drifting into that vision. Why? Because the first four hours of your sleep, your brain is going to be rewiring itself to activate your reticular activating system, your neural system for looking for social proof of what it is you were thinking before you were falling asleep. If you're falling asleep going, I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills, and you drift away with that, your brain looks every gap and lack the next day, and you wake up even more stressed. But if you're falling asleep, let's say you weren't really a feeling of belonging. Let's say you've been an outcast, and you've always felt that you never belong. And all of a sudden, you're falling asleep, seeing yourself on a couch with your soulmate. Don't attach the person, but if you don't have one, but you feel you belong with them. Your pets are there. You feel like you belong to your career. You're feeling, you're falling asleep with a sense of belonging. And here's when you wake up in the morning, you're going to say, okay, great. Now, we're going to do that. I'm giving you the full system, right? Full system. If you apply this system, your life will change, right? So you wake up in the morning and you're doing the exercise that you're going to jot down. Three things I'm letting go of. I'm letting go off. I'm letting go off. I'm letting go off. And your subconscious mind will verbalize and release what you need to let go of in order to be creating that sense of belonging. And you're going to say, Three things you're grateful for. I'm grateful for one, two, three. And then you're going to say, I'm focusing on three times. And what you're focusing on is your practical manifestation for that day. And so you don't control the outcome. You open yourself to the most ultimate experience of miracle. My gosh. I, I'm sorry I took furious notes, but... Because we do, I mean, I do some of this independently. Like, for example, gratefulness. It makes you really feel good, right? And that definitely is something, it's a great mental health hack, right? But when you incorporate that into a whole system, now that makes it, it, it blows it up and makes it even more powerful. Yeah. 
it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. It's simple. It's profound. You know, people say then, well, why do you have coaching? Why do you need coaching? I'm like, because being informed and knowing does not equal doing. This is why, because information does not equal transformation. Because after three days, you're like, my life rocks. And then in the morning, 5 a.m., something happens and we all reset back to, so you got to have somebody who cheers you on. You got to have somebody who cares and believes in you more, more than you believe in yourself. I have one kind of, un, I don't know if it's related or s s somewhat related question. I heard you talk about this on the on a podcast and I was puzzled me a little bit. So they talk about the universe only hears certain things. And like, I think you use the expression, like if you say to be or not to be, well, the universe doesn't know what the word not is. It just hears to be, to be, to be. Can you explain that? I don't quite understand that. Yeah. So, so the subconscious, right? There is the, the subconscious mind. Um, is a very interesting thing. So I'm going to play with you right now, you know, Sean, and I'm going to ask you, do your best. Do not think about an elephant. Do not think about its ears. Do not think about its trunk and stop thinking about how great it is. Okay, right. now try not to think about an elephant. And by the way, when you dream about the elephant, do not text me, that is how it works. And so this is why when we tell our kids, do not something, we think they're being disobedient. No, no, no. They don't have filters to resist yet. They automatically obey because we do not have a filter for not. This is why I'm saying Shakespeare was brilliant. He said to be or not to be, that is the question. So our subconscious asks a question. Do I want to be fit more than I do not want to be fat? We can only create whatever we are dominantly vibrating on. Our dominant energy will be either energy of desire or of fear, of gratitude and presence or of lack. So if I don't want to get sick and I put more energy into not wanting to be sick, into not wanting to be broke, into not wanting to be abandoned by a loved one, if that desire is stronger than the gratitude for what I have, for being loved, for every single cell in my body that is whole and healthy, that is what I'll manifest. So, okay. So when somebody says to you, hey, Sean, so Victoria, how, how are you feeling? And you say, not bad. What you're really saying is you're bad. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You should never say not bad. You should say, I'm doing well. Because yeah. if you say, because it's not bad means you're bad, even though you might be feeling okay, right? Absolutely. Because you're looking at the level of bad you are. Mm -hmm. So that is your, your ad, you know, my expectation is to be bad. So right now I'm not too bad. Not too bad, not too bad. What do you mean not too bad? You're alive, you're breathing, you're a miracle, you're doing great. Is life difficult? Yes. Are we denying the struggle? No. Is being alive a gift? Yes, I'm Ukrainian. I am triggered by the phone calling because somebody is dying on the other end, you know, I, I just, so yeah. Yeah. Well, and one of the things I also wanted to say, and I, I'd like you to t t tell us about, I know you have like a miracle course or miracles and manifestation course or something related, but before you do that, I downloaded your app. You have an app called empower me or, okay. Thank and you. and I, I, I have it right here and I asked it to do a miracle. So I'm on this app right now. Okay. And there's a thing called blessings. And I click on blessings and it says, think about a question and click the button below. Before this interview, I asked it, I said, please help me 
have the energy to have a great interview today. And then you press the button and it does this thing and some miracles happening right now. May you be blessed with assertive ability to speak your truth and confidence. That's what it says. Okay. I think two of them. So it knew what, what I was, what I was experiencing. So it, it's cute. It's, it's very cute. Um, so I, I just wanted to tell you why I did that earlier today. So. Well, thank you. You know, that app was created because we can find something like it. That's awesome. I, I have, no, I've used some apps. I use the insight timer as well. It's a great one. Um, and, but yeah, that has, I saw that. So I'm going to try it out. If you get a seven day trial. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do the, uh, do the mini meditation. Okay. Um, there are three minute meditations and the miracles are instantaneous because they rewire your psyche on a very deep level. Yeah. I mean, in a longer conversation or one of the things I'm interested in is learning more about quantum energy. And I know that there's specific, um, meditations and stuff that deals with that and, there's so much there. I, I, I want to read more about, about your, your books and stuff on that. But uh, is there anything else that you wanted to share with us? I mean, we only have a short time today. I don't want to respect your time, but is there anything else you want to share um, with us? In terms of, you've mentioned the Manifest Miracle, that is a free two-hour seminar. I, I, it, 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 is, it is insane that I'm doing it. But listen, I do believe in abundant universe. And I think all the laws that I teach about you reap what you sow, I believe them. So if you go to freeme.coach, it's a Facebook group. If you go to freeme.coach, in that Facebook group, there is a two-hour Manifest Miracles seminar. And what it does is, what I've come to understand, to practice, and to see miracles as is our mindset. For years, I talked about mindset until one day, as you know, positive growth, I sat down and I said, okay, wait a minute, what is my, <laughs> you know, what is it? And I've come to identify it um, as six mental faculties that I've learned from Bob Proctor. So I look at mindset as set of six mental faculties, perception, imagination, intuition, memory, reason, and well. They're either fighting or they're harmonized. You harmonize them by understanding universal laws, which one of them represents. Once you harmonize the six mental faculties and your reason doesn't kill your intuition, you see, you got an intuitive reading to go to that sacred place. Your reason, skinning your energy, was like, you're crazy. Why would you do that? And you were like, oh, no, 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 I'm going with my guts. That's the internal conversation that happens for you and that happens for every person. And nine out of 10 times, they listen to overworked reason and they squash it and the miracle dies. So it's a balance of those six faculties. So when you go to the group, you get to watch that program and you can start unlocking your mental faculties. Uh, in our quantum freedom group, our coaching program is a full year of 26 universal laws that unlock those faculties. Oh, that is, that is awesome. Well, it's been such a delight. Uh, I know you have a really big day tomorrow. You got to get some rest. Uh, thank you. But, but thank you so much for uh, spending time. I wish I could talk to you for a long time. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy. Happy.